The following is a Klaus to the Heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. And welcome to Wendy's World, here as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus, and I am with the star of the show, Wendy McBride Washburn. Happy winter morning, as it were. It definitely is, isn't it? We didn't, uh, I, I didn't see this coming, I'll be honest with you. As I we, had no clue. I didn't check the weather forecast. No, I mean, I get these alerts, but they don't go into enough detail, apparently. It said, like, snow flurries, light snow flurries. And uh, we walked out of work here on Wednesday morning in a winter wonderland in every way imaginable. How was your uh, drive home? A little slick, I imagine? Um... Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'm only a few minutes from the shop, so it wasn't bad. Um, they had asked to stay over for an hour to cover the late people, and I agreed to that, but um, my guy showed up, so I uh, didn't stay much longer than original time. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. I hear your drive home was a little slick. Well, I uh, I decided to take back roads because U.S. 23... Uh, with anything on it is is treacherous at best um, and I didn't want to run the risk of either somebody hitting me or I slide into somebody or getting stopped because other people got into an accident so I took Torrey Road all the way home added about 20 minutes to the to the drive but I made it in one piece and better I safe than sorry yeah I figured I'll get there when I get there <laughs> You know, if uh, if if nothing else, I'm in one piece. So, um, <clears throat> how was your week, Ben? How's the hand holding up? And uh, as you get back into the swing of things at uh, work here, yeah, hands so, holding up pretty good. Still a little sore, but not nearly like it was. So that's good news. It's uh, slowly healing. I'm pretty happy about that. Do you still have to do the uh, the the exercise thing with the rubber, what whatever that was? I, I yeah, I still do it. Uh, I believe it 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 helps stretch it out because the the tightness is still there. Again, not nearly as what it was, but uh, so I still do the exercises and massage quite frequently. So yeah, I I'm not so scared to get the other one done now. So. That was going to be that was going to be my next question. Have we kind of looked at a timetable as to when that might take place, or you're not quite there yet? Uh, not quite there. I haven't even inquired with the workman's comp uh, case manager uh, to even see 
Uh, when that could be scheduled, I really want my left hand to be fully recovered. But now that I see that I am making progress, that I, I do feel comfortable because I, I, the short time I've already been back to work, I can, I can feel my right hand going right back to the pain of the carpal tunnel. So didn't take long for it to oh, kick back in. I was just going to say that didn't take long at all. Um, you know, you had mm-hmm. X amount of weeks off and let, let all that stuff heal. And man, here, here we are again. So yeah. at least you know what to expect this time. Right. And absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'll be prepared for the, the <laughs> bone shifting. <laughs> so. uh, if, if I may offer this su- suggestion is maybe wait till after the snow is here. Because if if you recall, um, you had fallen during the fall months before snow fell and landed on your on your surgically repaired hand. I would hate like hell for you to slip and fall in snow and bash the right one if that's when you decided to to get that done. So maybe wait till winter's over. Um, I'm thinking just the opposite. I'm thinking uh, winter months, I'm not much of a winter person. So staying inside with a nice cozy fire, uh, watching Hallmark Channel might not be a bad way to spend six weeks. I appreciate your approach at this. Thank you. I, I, I can see that. But if in the event that you need something out of the garage, perhaps send. I'll send Craig your luck. So I'll yeah. get it covered. Okay. You know. Appreciate just the thought, though. Yeah. Well, listen, I would hate to fall again. That was, I mean, every time I think about it, there, there's like this this ting that happens behind my ear. And I, it's just like, oh, my God, I can only imagine what that was like. Yeah, it was not pleasant. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Hey, while I got you on here, um, and before we get into the the topic that we were going to tackle here this week, um, I asked. I'm doing something of a poll here with with the co-hosts across the uh, network, and I figure you you will be more engaged in this question than the previous uh, s- subject matter, which was Jim Burgett. <laughs> so you can only imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about Christmas songs and uh, we got on, on the topic of your top five, you know, f- your personal f- favorite Christmas songs. Do you have a top five list? You know, honestly, I don't think I do. No, I I don't think there's a Christmas song out there that I don't care for. Like I, I'm one of those that listens to the uh, goody oldie uh, Cars 108, where they play Christmas music all the time. <laughs> so I I I I don't think I have a top five. Really, Which probably isn't too surprising. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, when if you're going to put put together a compilation playlist or something along along these lines, you've got to have five of them that you build your list off of because that that will occupy, you know, 
a little chunk of time right there. And I don't know. I just, I, well, it was for, hard I, for I him. think I, I'm said this in previous podcasts that I, I don't have playlists. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. I just type in what I, what I'm in the mood for country or whatever artist. And I have never in my life created a playlist. I'm different, man. <laughs> well, in other news, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, what are your top five? Okay, so the little uh, the little drummer boy by Bob Seger. Okay. Um, the Christmas Eve thing by the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Blue Christmas by Elvis. Mm, that's a good one. Um, that's kind of a shout out to my brother who loved Elvis. And, I'm an Elvis fan. Uh, so that song, every time I hear it, really conjures up some some memories there. Uh, Sleigh Ride by Leroy. Uh, can't think of his last name. I just had it too. Leroy something or another. It's it's an older version. Um, and the 12 Days of Christmas by the Muppets. <laughs> I'm a little shocked on that one. But I a think lot. I did hear you say that in your other podcast. It is so ridiculous. Especially Miss Piggy, who they put right in the middle of this thing with the five golden rings. I mean, she just goes all over. I say she like it's a real, you know, thing. But... Um, just, it's so over the top obnoxious, but I absolutely love it. You know, I don't even remember the last time I heard it. Well, maybe I'll send you the link and spread some Christmas joy. All righty. Speaking of, have you done anything fun Christmassy wise? Uh, I mean, the parade that we went to downtown Linden, um, getting ready. I don't think we've scheduled or confirmed a date, but we always have a uh, gingerbread house party, a uh, little friendly family competition. <laughs> I believe I won that one last year. I Did didn't you? Win the, I didn't win the Halloween pumpkin one, but I believe I won the uh, gingerbread house one. So you're defending your title this year. Well, my sister-in-law tells me she's been planning this for quite some time, and she plans on kicking my butt this year. So we'll see what happens. Okay, so I don't know anything about these things in, in terms of gingerbread houses and building them and things and things like that. So when you're doing this competition, are all the houses the exact same size and shape, or do you have the capability of modifying it to your own? Like, if you wanted to build a replica of the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island, could you do that or no? Mm, well, you technically could, but we don't. Okay. We, uh, I mean, they're not all exactly the same, and we 
we've never actually like baked the gingerbread houses from scratch to uh, construct our own. We buy the the pre-made ones, but we <laughs> learned from previous <laughs> parties that uh, construction, putting them together isn't always an easy task with uh, Lexi's collapsing of her cute little video. But uh, we, we get the pre-built ones now to where we just are strictly decorating. Oh, so they're but already have, put together? Yeah, but you uh -huh. have different like sizes. I think Craig had a barn last year. He, uh, yeah, decorated a gingerbread barn. That so, sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a good time. I was just on Facebook today scrolling and I came across the memory of Frankenmuth. Uh, I guess two years ago today was when we went to Frankenmuth. Uh, so I'm hoping to uh, get back there this year. We just haven't scheduled it yet. Um, do those plans include Bronner's? Absolutely, 100%. So Here's what I'm told, and I haven't been been up there this year, but apparently if you go on the weekends, there is a line that wraps all the way around the building, and they're only letting in a thousand people at a time. Oh, man. Um, which, you know, you hear that number, and you're like, damn, that's a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. But then you stop and think, well... Like we went on like a Black Friday, which was the dumbest thing we've ever cut, you know, could have done. It was, I mean, you could not shoehorn another person in there. Mm. Like it was insane. I've never been a part of anything like that. But still, um, you know, hour and a half, two hour wait to actually get into the building, and then if you want anything personalized. Um, there's a two-hour backup wait for that, too. So I was like, dang, you know, that's... That's an all-day event. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I think we'll I'm, try to hit it during the weekday. <laughs> that's, yeah. Straight up. I mean, like on a Tuesday afternoon when, you know, pull the kid out of school early or something, head on up. I think cool. I think Lexi would be all for that. Hey, amongst your travels there in the Frankenmuth and Bertrand area, era, area, era, have you ever been to that Tony's restaurant? I certainly have, yo. You're a fan? No, not a big fan. Really? Um, it's just a ridiculous amount of food. Like, it's <laughs> crazy to me. It's like heart attack city there. I mean, it's kind of fun to go every now and then again, but uh, on a regular basis, no, not for me. Not so much? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Is that one of your faves? Listen, I couldn't tell you the amount of the, the, the number of times that we would be partying at the bar in Metamora and pile into my friend Tony's car and drive up to Bertrand at like three in the morning because they were open 24 hours and go just mow on some food a ridiculous amount of food and looking back on that that was probably the dumbest thing that we could have done <laughs> because that's quite a haul from 
from Metamora up to Mount Morris, or I mean, up to Birch Run. I mean, that take that takes a little bit of time. I'm not familiar where Metamora is. Um, it is between Lapeer and Oxford. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's a bit of a hike. It's ridiculous. After partying, yeah. It's a wonder we made it. Somebody was looking out for you. Well, listen, you. <laughs> That's probably one of the reasons why, at this point in my life, drinking just is not a thing for me. You know what I'm saying? And I've I've been to several parties and whatever, and the opportunity has certainly been there. I just, my 40th birthday wrecked me. And (laughs) (laughs) all these years later, I still just, you know, the thought of it just, I don't know. It's a little too much for me. Can't do it. I say that, then I'll go to right, some, right. some shindig here in a week or two and just get plowed. And you'll totally forget that one experience. <laughs> oh. But rest assured, if something cool happens, it'll show up on social media. Because uh, that's kind of how things go. How's that for a transition for you? <laughs> Perfect. Smooth. Very smooth. Um, you pitched an idea last week that I thought would be a pretty cool topic, and that is kind of looking at, um, looking at the differences between people and how they present themselves on social media versus real life, um, before we get into that, though, let's run a quick timeout. Um, more of Wendy's World is right after this. Alrighty. Hey, if you're looking for the official merchandise for any of your favorite podcasts under our umbrella of shows, we invite you to check out the Jackal Creations Podcast Network online store that is powered by Cafe Press. On there, you will see a variety of different products from from shirts and hats, hoodies, all kinds of glassware, mugs, and much, much more featuring your favorite podcast. We invite you to check out cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store. That's cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store, the official online store of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. Hey, we're going to run a quick time out here on this week's show. And one of the cool things that we get to do here on our network of podcasts is to let you, the, the listeners, know about other companies and endeavors that are happening in and around your area that you may not be aware of. For example, I want to tell you about our friends over at Lily Rose Creations. Now, what they do is... They make a variety of gifts and trinkets for for occasions, for birthdays, for holidays, whatever the case may be. They have a variety of ready-made items that are all made by epoxy resin. They include keychains and necklace charms, soap dishes, trinket trays, magnets, and other stuff so check them out they're over on facebook and on instagram just look for lily rose creations 
And welcome back to Wendy's World here as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network powered by Anchor.fm. It's a lot to get out, you know what I mean? It's a mouthful. It is. Um, let's dive into this. Uh, it's how we... The difference between how you present yourself on social media versus real life. What inspired this idea? Because this is a topic that is often talked about in a variety of different ways, in a variety of different places, around the water cooler, on the line, in the locker room. You know, it doesn't really matter. This is a topic that resonates with just about anybody if you spend any amount of time on social media, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, More or less, it was just things that I I noticed and uh, just kind of make you say, hmm, um, I think one of the first ones that I had mentioned was uh, the Facebook friends that you have and that, you know, you post family stuff or, you know, outings that you have, selfies or whatever. Um, I, that, that's mostly what I post is, uh, family memories and what, <laughs> family memories and whatnot. And, um, people that'll comment or like, or what on a regular basis. And then when you see them in person, they don't speak to you. I just mm-hmm. find that really odd. Um, it, you know, I'm a, I'm a question person. I uh, always want to know the reason behind stuff. And I mean, it's not anything that upsets me or makes me mad. Um, I just am very inquisitive. And I wonder why it happens. Like, um, are they shy? Are they... Uh, only able to communicate through social media is that where our society is now that we're unable to communicate face to face that we're only able to respond through text or messages or social media just that's one of the first things that popped in my head that made me made me question So as you laid all that out, are we referring to people that you've known in some way, shape, or form previous to becoming like Facebook friends, for example, or are these people that you have met through the channels of of like Facebook? Like you know, I don't, I don't. Personally, I I don't um, normally become friends with somebody on Facebook if I don't know them. Mm -hmm. Um, Occasionally, if somebody, I mean, uh, there's those that you went to high school with and you haven't spoken to in years or people that you worked with way back when. And I mean, I just really enjoy seeing, you know, people's accomplishments, people's families. I just, I love all the, all the feed on my Facebook of, uh, what's going on in people's lives, but I I'm referring to 
the people that you you knew previous to social media or you know that you have a relationship with it just mm-hmm. it it throws me the amount of people that will comment and then you see them and they're unable to have a conversation with you or i don't know it's just weird to me it makes me question why what kind of scenario plays out like i'm i'm just trying to get a picture of like an example of what you're talking about like these are people that you've known previously before becoming friends on social media so i mean what what as an example and and you run into this individual and there's no well, I can use you as an example. I mean, like we we talk all the time, but I mean, let's just say that you comment on my Facebook and then I see you at work and I say hello and you don't speak. Like <laughs> a, a situation such as that. I mean, okay. I'm not saying that happened. I'm just saying that's that's the example. I right off the top of my head, I don't have a real life, but I know that it it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, I'm not alone. I've talked to other friends about it and it's happened to them as well. You know, I kind of feel like, and, and it, it does sound kind of silly as I lay it out here, but, you know, I think maybe there is a degree of shyness and it, and that would be more applicable to those people that, you know, you didn't know prior to being friends on social media like you may have worked together and that's why one sent the other a friend request or whatever but you don't you don't really know that that person outside of like work um and then you know it could be you work in different departments or things like like this but at the same time you know when there is that correspondence there is that oh the, the this is you in real life or you know what have you and it, it may throw some people off i mean i can totally see where where that would be a thing hmm. because i've been told that i'm easier to communicate with through text or messenger or whatever than it is in real life and, and I don't know why that is, but yeah, but see, that's that's what it makes me question. Like, uh, it, it's sad to me that in a society that it's easier to communicate in such an impersonal way. Like, I feel like we're we're losing the ability to be able to communicate in person. I feel that that is a loss. I feel I feel that that's part of the problem with social media. I could not agree more. Like I have mentioned that on s- several occasions that this you know it, there's pros and cons with everything and you know For social, sure, yeah. For, yeah. I mean s- social media is no no exception to that. Like you say you have that opportunity to check in or you know see what your friends what your family are up to what's happening especially if they live in a further distance away from you and then uh you know then you get in instances like this and this is just one of them but it's there is that source of being 
something of anonymous, even though you have your name and your profile pic and all this, all, all, all this other stuff out there, but you have the ability to paint a narrative about yourself that may not, you know, necessarily be who you truly are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I can and, see that happens as well. Yeah. And that that's a big thing because mm-hmm. on social media, they'll they'll portray themselves as like they're the second coming of Christ or something. <laughs> and then in real life, it could not be further from the truth once you get through all of the public presentation and you get to the nooks and crannies of an individual. Then you're like, oh, man, this is not what I thought this dude was all about or geez she's kind of a witch you, you know what i'm saying like it, it goes across the board there's plenty of examples and i'm sure anybody listening has had something along these lines of happening to them you know they just social media gives us this platform to well, build ourselves I, yeah, up there's... as superheroes also different ways to look at that too because I have seen people post on there that they get offended that people only post positive things in their life and I mean everybody you know it's their decision on how some use it as a a platform for their politics you know some use it as a platform to show their accomplishments or whatever. And some people, I have read several posts from Facebook friends where they're offended. They feel that people are being fake because they only post the positive. Now, another way to look at that also, because I'm one of those people that I post only positive and happy moments because I use Facebook as a tool to help me remember those memories. Like today, I just posted another one that when we were in Frankenmuth a year ago, I I choose to want to remember all the happy memories and not the sad or, you know, I, I don't want to put on Facebook, I just got in a fight with my husband today or whatever the case would be, because I don't want to see that memory every year. So there's different ways to look at it. You know, somebody might look at me and look at my post and be like, oh, my God, she thinks her life's great. No, <laughs> I most certainly do not. Th- I mean, I think I have a pretty good life. I, I guess I should correct that. But I mean, I, you know, have uh, problems or, or, you know, throughout that I have to deal with every single day. I just choose not to post those as a memory for myself. You bring up an excellent point here, and and that's something that I don't think a lot of people take into into consideration when they are posting things on their personal wall. Is, is obviously you know we're talking about Facebook here because that's for a lot of people that's the primary one, that one and Instagram. But I don't know for the old about. people. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> the younger people don't use Facebook. Look, make no mistake about it. They're still using it. You know what I mean? It, it, it may not be their their top choice, to, you know, to to log on to, but they still do. Make no mistake. Um, but it does get stored in their memory bank. And a year, two years from now, whatever negativity that they did post on there is going to pop up. And if it's something terrible. 
and they forget about it or they have allowed themselves to push that to the back of their mind every year around this same time there there's you know there it is again and it's going to mm-hmm. conjure up all those those meanings or those those feelings um another great point that you made is every single person who has an account on social media has the ability to paint whatever narrative they want associated with their their particular page if you are not into the politics you're not into religion or things of this nature that tends to conjure up some sort of argument of what's right what's wrong what's real what's not um you have you have the ability to not follow those people or you know to 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 click a couple boxes that ensures that their content is not going to wind up on your newsfeed. Um, you know, we all have that choice. Now, do we have bad days? Absolutely. And and sometimes we feel like we need we need something of a support system. And if we are not receiving that at home or with with our friends that we see in real time, you know, face to face. Well, then th- that's when they jump on social media, they put their 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 issue or their story out. And then, you know, that's when they get the likes and the comments and this and that and the other thing. And it's like, man, uh, you know, there's no right. I, I guess it's all a perspective thing, but it all boils down to the very foundation of this is what is real and what is. for the lack of a better term, a show, a presentation that is not necessarily authentic to who and what you really are. Is social standing still that much importance in a person's life to where they have to kind of inflate their their presentation on, on social media? Is that still a thing, I guess? I don't know. I don't know either. I I'm not sure. <laughs> I I tend to think that uh people that do it on social media also do it in real life. They have a need to to come across a certain way, I guess. I don't know. To kind of fill a void in their real life, do you think? Like if if they boost themselves up or they have altered their presentation in some way, shape or form. I kind of feel like that's an effort to fill some sort of fundamental void in their, in their life and on what, whatever level that that is. Would you say that that's accurate? I, w- I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. And deep down uh, internally, they have low self-esteem or, they need it makes them feel better about themselves. I don't know if if they feel people are looking that, at them differently than how they really view themselves. I'm not sure. I don't know. Kind of all goes back to the thing I I've been saying for the last little while, man. You you got to get right with the person that you look at in the mirror every day. You know, that's kind of where. Well, you, yeah, you definitely you're not good in anybody else's life unless you're happy with yourself or feel good about yourself or whatever the case may be. 
Right. Is there uh, any other avenues or angles you want to tackle this? I, I mean, this can be a multi-part series if we really sat down and got down a piece of paper and a pencil and just dissected all these different examples and how it kind of splinters from one thing to another. Is there another instance or another angle that you want to tackle this topic on this week? Uh, well, there was just a, a couple other things that popped in my head about uh, the ability for people to <laughs> not have a uh, an intelligent conversation <laughs> that they turn it into um, a flat out uh, name calling, angry argument on social media always just surprises me that they feel that a resolution can come <laughs> with that on any topic like something at the school or something at work or in a big debate where it turns into people calling each other names and their opinions the only one that matters i have you been on one of the work pages this morning I, no, but I see it frequently on the yeah. web page. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. It just, well, I'm like, what, what solution do you think, what possible good can happen from this conversation? I just, I don't understand it. It, it kills me. Do you see the same kind of behavior on the school pages that, that you follow? I, I absolutely do. There are times where these parents, I, it, I, what kind of example they're setting for the children that they're bashing each other over their difference of opinion. Like it, it just, every time I read something like that, I'm like, seriously, like it's okay to debate. It's okay to have a difference of opinion, but don't shouldn't the ultimate goal to come to a conclusion or come to some sort of mutual agreement or something in in these posts, they the level that they go to just shock me. They do. Like, I mean, Sometimes I read them, sometimes I scroll, which leads me to my my last little point is why people just don't have the ability to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't if you don't like something or you <laughs> don't it just angers you so much. Like everybody has different opinion on politics and they, they get in the same debates over that. And it's like, what are you solving? Like what, what possible out good outcome can come of this? It, it just scroll people scroll. <laughs> you don't have to agree. You don't have to not like you, 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 you don't like it. Scroll. <laughs> I think Morbid curiosity is one reason why people will pause the scrolling. Like they'll stop for a, you know, a message or two and see how how it's heading. If something piques their interest, then they're gonna, you know, follow the entire conversation until it gets boring. Then by that time, you realize how much time you've invested in this, and you're like, 
will piss on it. I might as well just read the rest of it since I've come this far. Morbid curiosity is one. Um, and especially if it's somebody that you know or that you're friends with that's involved in the conflict. Now, a lot of times, not and not all the time, but a lot of them, it's, it's one side of the argument that is putting out there some belligerent stuff you know f and this and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. S and, and then that. the name colin starts yeah and then the the other dude is trying to keep it on the rails but once it gets to, to that point you just might as well stop because nothing you say is going to make any kind of difference as to trying to find what you like like you said this resolution you know, the, it all started because of a conflict. We are so far apart on any kind of resolution because of behavior like this. So, uh, you know, it begs the question, do you really want change? Do you really want resolution or do you just want to talk about it in an effort to keep stirring the pot or have that opportunity to stir the pot? Because, you know, people are easily triggered because it's an emotional topic or conversation. Just kind of my two cents on that. Mhm, mhm. But <laughs> I love that that transition, though. Which brings me to my last point: scrolling. <laughs> I I just people need to scroll more. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my personal opinion. Just scroll on. Scroll, scroll on, on, brother. <laughs> <sighs> that could be a new T-shirt over on the Wendy's World page. There you go. There you go. It's good advice. For sure. Um, anything coming up exciting this this coming week that you're looking <laughs> forward to? Uh, Lexi has a volleyball game today. Uh, she has uh, cheer competitive cheer tryouts on Friday. Um, and Craig turns the big five zero tomorrow. Happy birthday to my uh, loving husband. You know, we talked about this months ago Mm -hmm. that his birthday was coming up in in December. And here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Tomorrow's a big day. Well, as as he hears this, as this drops, it will have already happened. So happy birthday, Craig. We certainly hope it's a good one for you. Um, Well, that's exciting. Man, we should have... we should have done a joint birthday party for for you guys at Halloween, like like we talked about. <laughs> you know, that was a good idea. Well, listen, some of the best plans just never make it off the drawing board. You know what I mean? Mm, that's the truth. Life uh, happens. Certainly does. Um, anything else you would like to add this week before we put a bow on this? I don't think so, Jason. I think I think we've uh, we've said it all. All right. Um, well, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in this week as we do each and every week. And we appreciate your comments, your feedback, your concerns, your shout outs, anything of that. You can send us a direct message over at the Wendy's World pod page over on Facebook, coincidentally enough. <laughs> we, um, with that, we will see you right back here next uh, Saturday morning, beginning at midnight, with a brand new episode of Wendy's World. Peace out.